So does the tie count as breaking the losing streak? Hell no. No. We don't want it like that. We don't even want it like that. Y'all can go ahead. All you Steelers, y'all can count as a win. Go ahead, take the win. Go ahead, take the win. We ain't counting like that. We want a real W. We waited this long. We ain't gonna settle for no tie. You play to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> you play to win the game. I mean, game. win, lose, a tie with Cleveland until we die, but you play to win the game. What's up, y'all? This is Anthony Sellers. That's Eric Jordan. And this is Browns, Browns in Our Blood. Blood. Let's waste no time. Let's get right into the heat of it. Yes. Let's get right into the heat of it. Browns Steelers yesterday, 21-21 tie. I wanted to win, damn it. I wanted to win, too. <laughs> Should Baker Mayfield have played versus the Steelers? And we're going to deal with the tough topics right off the bat. We heard the boo birds yesterday. Do we win the game if Baker Mayfield was playing? I don't think so. Mm. I thought the O-line was overmatched. Mm -hmm. They like seven sacks. They gave up seven sacks, I think. But they just they were overmatched all day all day long. Right. So I don't think that changes too much. The weather was horrendous. Horrendous. But it was fun to watch the game in that weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a good game to watch because of that weather. Despite it being 21, 21, like forty two points being scored, it was still a defensive game, in my opinion. Right. You know, both defenses dictated that game. Um, contrary to belief, that was a pretty good defense that showed up yesterday for Pittsburgh. I didn't think they were going to be as good without um, Shazier. That was a pretty good defense. I agree with you. I think yeah. it would have been worse. I don't think we would have had a tie with Baker. Not saying Baker's not the man, because I do believe Baker is our future. Yeah. But I think that kind of defense, that kind of weather, uh, that might have been too much for the young man to handle, even though he may be legend. I don't think I don't think it was too. It would have been too much for Baker, right. but I think like their defense was just too much for our offensive line. They were consistently getting pressure with four four guys max. Like they were consistently getting it with four guys. Yes, they did send some five man blitzes, but for the most part, it was four guys getting pressure. Daggone JJ White. That's what it was all day long. <laughs> TJ. Yeah, T.J. White. Same damn thing. J.J. T.J. They need a D.J. Um, <laughs> but I do think Baker makes some of those passes that Tyrod did. I think there's better opportunities, probably. Oh, I mean, off the, for me personally, I just think Baker's a way, big, way better passer, accuracy, and making tough NFL throws better than Tyrod. I think Tyrod's a better decision maker, and he's just conservative. You know, he's not going to turn the ball over. Some people value right. that. I value that. But, but appropriate risks need to be taken. Definitely. And I think Haley's the kind of guy that's going to push Tyrod to make him do some stuff he's probably not as comfortable doing. The legend could have happened yesterday. Baker could have came in for sure, do what Baker does, do what Baker has done in all his levels of playing football. But I'd rather us be safe. i tell you what I kept thinking about more than anything yesterday. I kept thinking about, man, what is going through Baker's head watching this? And not like... Oh, I should be out there, blah, blah, blah. But just seeing the speed of the game, seeing how his the, um, the QB ahead of him is handling it, seeing how the QB on the other side of the field is handling it. Man, I know he got a wealth of knowledge yesterday, and ain't going to do nothing but benefit us Browns in the future. I agree. Does the tie break the losing streak? 
So does the tie count as breaking the losing streak? Hell no. No. We don't want it like that. We don't even want it like that. Y'all can go ahead. All you Steelers, y'all can count as a win. Go ahead, take the win. Go ahead, take the win. We ain't counting like that. We want a real W. We waited this long. We ain't gonna settle for no tie. You play to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> you play to win the game. I mean, game. we'll lose a tie with Cleveland until we die, but you play to win the game. But I agree 100%. Yeah. No. We're yeah. still in the losing streak. Are so many penalties a reflection of our coach or the right. youth? So what you think about all these penalties? Is it is the penalties because we're not disciplined enough and that's a reflection of our head coach? Or is it just youth because we are the youngest team in the league? I still think it's coaching. I think it's a lack of discipline and start that starts with leadership. I 100% think that. He's got to wrangle that in somehow. Yep, play like you practice. So... I'm going with, I think that's on Hugh. I agree 100%. And I love you, Hugh, but I do agree with that. I think discipline and penalties are a reflection of your coach and your coaching staff. And with what we saw in Hard Knocks and the way that Hugh coaches, I get it. That style, I think, is very productive at this um, stage of where the NFL is. I think you do get players to buy in more into the Hughes style right now. Right. But the one thing you do lose from the old school style of basically fearing a head coach, a head coach who doesn't get too personal with you, and you fear you, you don't want to mess up. It's a give and take with that style. I think that style, like, let's say Saban, you know. Saban's not going to be jolly jolly with you. You know right. what I'm saying? Or Belichick, he's not going to be jolly jolly with you. You don't know where you are with those kind of coaches as a player. But when you got someone who's like calling you boy and y'all kicking and y'all laugh, and y'all, y'all, you, might, you might have a lot of respect for that person. But at the same time, I think there's room for you to fall back and, you know, everything will be all right. Which Browns player stood out against the Steelers? Who stood out to you in the game yesterday? Hmm. <laughs> And yep, that's 9-5 and 21. Them picks are real, y'all. We finally got some real, real picks. Boy, I just kept on saying this is how Jacksonville did it. This is how Jacksonville do it. We, we, yeah. got, we got a defense to – oh, man. I can't, all I could think about was Miles and the possibility of what it could have been with Miles and Mac. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Especially with the injuries we were dealing with now, old Bob. Yeah. I'm like, man, it could have been Miles and Mac. And did you see Mac last night? I did not get a chance to watch that game last night. He, he did everything. He sacked the quarterback. He sacked the quarterback, caught the interception, and ran for a touchdown. He did it all last night. But you know what? I ain't going to worry about that because, hey, even without Mac not being here, Miles Garrett, Ward, and we already, we were big enough yeah. Schobert last year. Let all the defense with eight tackles. Garrett. Two sacks. Two forced fumbles. Tackle for loss. Six tap, six sole tackles. Five yeah. tackles and an assist. Yeah. But he also had the one big penalty in OT, the personal foul. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. I, don't that, that was, I don't care. That was a questionable call, but since yeah. they called it, you know, it kind of got to go with it. He did have that, which goes against that discipline thing. Right, 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 right. Ward, two interceptions, three breakups. Defense is real. Blake Bortles got Jacksonville. You do hear me, right? Blake Bortles got Jacksonville to the AFC Championship last year. That's all I got to say. We got Tyrod and Baker. Okay? 
Buy in, Cleveland. Buy in. It's more of like the whole concept of the units because they kept fighting. At the spot where it was the fourth quarter, 21-7, the offense didn't quit. And mm. last year they would, they just, they couldn't perform and it ended up being quitting. This is very true. And that's what happened in the game against Minnesota and London last year. It was just multiple games where they just, you could see it kind of, they just quit. So the defense kind of gave up. But the defense didn't give up, forced all those turnovers. No, we did not capitalize on them all. But we capitalized when we needed to. So to like get back and tie the game, uh, that's that's what stood out the most to me. It's not just one individual performance. It's how the whole team still fought. Like the offense fought for the defense, and they capitalized on the two turnovers that made it possible to even get us into overtime. That's a very good point. That's a very good point, and it's very true. And you also make me think of something else that I saw yesterday that stood out to me too. We got attitude. Yes. We don't back yes. down from nobody. I'm talking yes. about those little, those little fights and pushes in yeah, between stuff, and then between stuff the plays. Jarvis, Jarvis to Artie Burns when the Artie Burns got yeah. those two, the two, um, fifteen yarders together. Yeah. That like ignited that offense to pretty much run down the field and score there. The like I said, the two turnovers that back to back within like a ten second, twenty second span. Right. That in the offense capitalized on both those to tie the game back up. I mean, they just there was no quit. They, there's there's an edge. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, there's definitely an edge this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gotta have that because I don't know if your guys noticed. If you watched any other scoreboards last night, the whole division got better last yes, this year. Not just us. Baltimore. Cincy, yeah. Cincy, Baltimore. Everybody looked good. I mean, Pittsburgh's being Pittsburgh, and they're going through what they're going through. With Bell, but shoot, Connor ain't no joke. Um, I did pick him up on fantasy. Pittsburgh's better at executing. That's what it looked like offensively. They look better. They they just they execute better than what our offense would. I don't say that they're exactly more talented, but they just they have better execution. Definitely, and, and they should, because there's yeah. a lot of players there that's been there together for a while. Right. So the chemistry should be strong. But I'm gonna tell you, man, don't spec too much out, Tyrod. I, I, like I said, I've had Tyrod on my fantasy team. He doesn't turn it over, but he don't go crazy. He doesn't have a cannon for arm. We went to practice. Just his arm strength compared to Baker's arm strength. Even, oh, compa yeah, it's a lot even compared to Kaiser when we went and saw Kaiser play last year. Kaiser, Kaiser has a better cannon than Tyrod. Tyrod is really great with timing. Knows how to read. And I think his experience in the league, all the way back to when he came in with Baltimore, he yeah. just, you know, he plays a mental game. More than an actual physical game, so which you kind of need at a quarterback too. Yeah. What do you want to see from the Browns against the Saints? Got the Saints next week. What you think? What you want? What you want to see? What you? How you feel? I want to see that O line improve. Cause like I said, they just they were just overmatched. It, Saints defense is still like they're they were better and they improved last year. They still have a lot of the same players from last year too, so they should be decent again. And they're going to bring a lot more blitzes. I think they still play a blitz and man style. Mm -hmm. So I want to I, I want to see that O line improve, I which think, means Tyrod's got to improve too because right. he's never good against man to man coverage. Right. I think it's going to be a real test for our defense, and I'm like, oh yeah. And I think you know I don't think our defense is you know fugazi or nothing, but there was a lot of elements in play last yesterday. Weather. Le'Veon wasn't there. Le'Veon wasn't there. Dissension in the locker room because Le'Veon's not there. A lot of little things going on. Next week, we see an A1 offense. Also, next week, we see a, a, a team that has talent, 
that didn't execute week one the way they were supposed to and that's going to be at home and that's going to like they're going to come out blazing next week we're going to get a real test next week and if i had to make a prediction on it guys i wouldn't say don't get the hopes up thursday next thursday on the 21st when we play the jets that probably might be our first win but do we got the capable do we have the potential to beat the saints yes we can beat the saints I don't know if we're there yet. You just got to pick and choose who you want to take away. Who's the biggest threat, which is, I think, going to be Kamara. How do you neutralize him? And if anything, like yesterday, was any indication on how we do against the run. That is. Well, it's not even just against the run. He ran, like, 18 pattern, like, wideout patterns yesterday. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I knew he caught a touchdown. He was split out wide a lot, over 20 times, and ran, like, 17 or 18 different routes. How do you contain him? Like, what do you do? I won't say negate, but contain. You got to find a way to contain him. And when you got that with Michael Thomas out there on the on the side, that's a lot to yeah. deal with. That's a lot to deal with. And Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn. What's going to help us is they don't have Mark Ingram. Right. Right. And what might help us because they got Mike Guilty too because he fumbled yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Does yesterday change any way you feel about the 0-4 start? If we still go 0-4, 5-5? You still going to quit, or did you see enough yesterday to change your mind? You might be able to stick it through I don't know. for the whole season. <laughs> I don't know. You know he's been saying. I might, I might be silent Bob on it. That's what I think. That's what I'm thinking. I, no, I think I got to stick with it. I put it on record. I got to stick with it. So say it again just for, so people know who if did it. But... This doesn't count, though, since it was a tie, technically. But it's the, so. first, it's the first game. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you'll have to say we went 0-3-1 for you to quit. Doing Maybe. the block. It'd be oh, oh, 4 and one. Oh, 4 and one. So you're gonna yeah. give it five games. Yeah. You're gonna give it I five games. So yesterday got us a game. Yesterday <laughs> got us an extra game for Anthony because he said if we go zero and four, he's out of here. No more Browns in the blood. He can't do it. It's too much stress for him. He was losing. Not talking about losing. He was all losing here. hair. He was waking up in the middle of the night just swinging it at the air, and he can't do that no more. So going to work, yelling at all his employees, can't do that no more. So. <laughs> we got we got we got an extra game out of yesterday. <laughs> Speaking of Kaiser, Kaiser came in and did. Did you see any last night? No, I did not yeah. see any. Well, you know, Rogers went out for a minute and they brought in Kaiser, and Kaiser does Tur turned what over Kaiser red does. Zone. Yeah, yeah. No, I know he turned over in red zone. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I am rooting for the boy, I am rooting for that kid. I like I like Kaiser. I like him sticking with us. Uh, he, he took a lot of verbal bashing from us, and I'm rooting for him. And he's, he can't do nothing but get better because he's learning from some, who some people call the GOAT. Boy, he looked like it last night. Rogers put on a show last night. You know, we do fantasy football. We have a fantasy football league. And the first thing I want to deal with is that, you know, it's usually three of us here. It's usually Anthony, myself, and sometimes Mr. Kellen Conley. And when we promote these shows, we promote one of the things we promote is fantasy football. Join the league. Play in the game. Come play with us. We're lonely. It's usually just the three of us. Who played yesterday? You played. You played. Yeah. Where the hell was Kellen? He didn't play. He didn't play. You know, champ won again. But yeah, if you want to play fantasy football on Sundays, go join our FanDuel League. The description is right down in the box. Right down there. Go join it. Click the link. It's $2.00. Hey, you can win some money off us. You can be like, yo, man, I went on FanDuel, and I beat Anthony and Eric. Man, I made like $10, $15. Easy money. Come get it, sucker. That's going to do it for us for today. 
Be sure to hit the like button, leave some comments, let us know how we're doing. Subscribe as well. You can do that at Muscle Lung Sound Vision. And you can find all of our stuff in podcast form at hyphenpodcastgroup.com. He got the shirts for sale now, too. Yeah, he's got shirts for sale for that. If he sends me the link, I'll put the link for his shirts down there because they look pretty cool. I'm going to get me one. Well, I better get one for promo. But, no, <laughs> but, but yeah, that'll be down there, too. Get the shirts. Well, yo, I'm Eric Jordan. I'm Anthony Sellers. And this is... Browns in our blood. See y'all next week.